leave your expectations at the door and enjoy the show. Maybe because of the show content, but not because of our guests. Right, right. That's for sure. We, we got a good one today. Diener. Diener. Violent by design. That's right. My man. BBD brother. Right, right. We <laughs> might make it a Gary just for this, uh, you know, 20 or 30 minute interview of a uh, honorary member of Violent by Design. I'd That's be right. Yeah. That way we can. I don't get to get beat in or anything, do I? Or beat out or none of that stuff? Blood in, blood out, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roll. Well, right, well, Diener? That's how we roll. Right. <laughs> I believe it. I've seen your matches. Right, right. But let's uh, let's get right into uh, – we got August 26th coming up, and uh, we got Diener coming down again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Diener. Yeah, we, big victory last uh, – That's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, normally when VBD's doing their business, I mean, uh, well, for the longest time, VBD would never got to actually wrestle in front of an audience. And actually, I'm just realizing now that match we had, uh, me, you, and Joe there, uh, that was our first match as VBD in front of fans. Because we yeah. hadn't done right, they hadn't. So that was that next tapings that we actually they had fans at Slammiversary in the Impact Zone. So the very first time we got to wrestle in front of fans um, was right there in Monroe, Michigan, as baby faces. By the way, big, right. big white meat, ba- big white meat baby faces in Monroe, right. Michigan. But man, I I had a freaking blast. I mean, yeah. what a hot crowd and what yeah. a, what a Oh man, I, I leaned over to both you, Terry, and to to Joe like a couple times. I just kept saying like on the apron, I'm like this is awesome. Oh, this is so right. much fun. This is so awesome. Right. I just I had a blast. I can't wait. I can't wait to be back, man. Right. And uh, you know the the crazy thing about it is is you go down to Nashville and at the Impact uh, pay per view and the tapings and all that stuff, big difference. You know we're big heels. <laughs> big heels with with. Uh, Terry turning to small children and saying, shut up, kid. <laughs> Gary. Well, was, uh, yeah. oh. Oh, go ahead. You want to tell the story? Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the ring. Like I, I remember you telling me it after I got out of the ring, but like I, it was, it aired. I saw it when it aired and it was exactly like you described Terry. Like we, uh, I'm, I'm working, I'm, I'm uh, wrestling Willie Mack, who's an amazing talent, and we're beating him up, and the crowd's getting all, all over us. They're all against VBD. They're all for Willie Mack. And, you know, it's just the, the crowd's at a fever pitch. We're excited to be wrestling in front of fans. The fans are excited to be, you know, back watching some wrestling live. And the crowd's just buzzing the whole match, making noise, making noise. And they're yelling at, at, at Rhino and VBD, who's at, who's at ringside. And then all of a sudden, it's like this fever pitch of buzz kind of like, starts to come down and then all of a sudden it just gets quiet like whatever was happening in the match it, they, they stop making noise just for a second and right at that very second was when terry decides to turn over t- turn around and go you shut up kid yeah. <laughs> and like it was loud and just the you can audibly hear the whole audience just like Oh, right, right. <laughs> well, let me add to that. You know, these kids were standing on the chair, and they probably had to be about 11 years old, you know, yeah, 12. And uh, they were giving me the business, Gary, right? They're like, Rhino, you suck, right? And mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, you know, and it's, you know, it's okay. You stink, Rhino. They might have said stink, suck. I don't know. 
But uh, anyway, long story short, right as I turn around to say, you know, uh, shut up, you little kid. Yeah. The, the crowd, for whatever reason, just went silent. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, like I was already committed. So I literally had to say, shut up. You know, I had to follow through, right? You had to. So, anyways, uh, I ended up following through with it. And, you know, at the, I mean, I was yelling at the kid, right? And uh, right when I said that, like the crowd was just like, oh, my God. Why did he say it? It's a little kid, right? Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, I'm just like, well, I'm already committed, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it was like for, I don't know, whatever, like you said, the crowd was just so hot throughout mm-hmm. the whole show and everything. Mm-hmm. And then that just happened. And it's like, all right, well, now I've got real heat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was good. Yeah, for telling a kid to shut up. Yeah. yeah. We, won't, we won't be telling any kids to shut up in Monroe, Michigan, though. We'll be, we'll no, be, no. we'll be white meat baby faces throwing drop kicks right. and sunset flips. Right, yeah. right. You probably So, yeah, you're, uh, you're wrestling Trey. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I was just telling, yeah. I was just telling Gary before. Um, you, you rolled up in your office there, there, Terry, uh, <laughs> that I've never wrestled Trey in a singles. Uh, he's an amazing talent. He, the things he can do are just unbelievable. I've only ever touched him once. And that was when, uh, we had a match, uh, with him when we did that four on four kind of hardcore gauntlet, uh, a number of months yep. ago, I was in the ring with him for, you know, a couple minutes, not even maybe a minute. Um, there was some great chemistry there, so I'm really looking forward to doing a singles match with him in Monroe. That's going to be it's going to be awesome. Yeah, for sure. And uh, he's undefeated in uh, Monroe, Michigan, for IWR. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, your loss record, your win record is right I'm, up there. I'm so. undefeated yeah. too, right? In oh, Monroe, yeah. yeah. There you go. Undefeated for IWR and in Monroe. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Both have better records than Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Wait one second. One second. Bye. Oh, on the video chat. Yeah, yeah, I can turn around if you want. No, no. Yeah, no. I'm on a video chat. Rhino's now getting out of the bank. <laughs> Wherever he is. No, this guy. I'm talking to my phone, and this guy's like, "Are you taking pictures of this kiosk?" I'm like, "Or Kia?" I'm like, uh, "No." Brother. You are yeah, the bank. I'm video chat. <laughs> Uh, well, it's next to a bank, I'm running around, Cody. So I'm running, or Diener, I'm running around paying my bills and stuff yeah. like this, and you know, putting in money because I have like, you know, where they take money out every month and stuff. So I'm trying to get everything done before I go on the road, you know, yeah. switch money to this bank and that bank and pay some bills, do some errands. And I'm like, all right, Gary, I'm going to get to the bank or try to get to the bank. And so there's a bank next to a bank that's closed down. So I'm like, I'll just park in this parking lot. Right. You know, <laughs> and this guy across the street at the house, he parked yeah. his Kia there. I'm like, oh. brother, I want to see you in a Kia. Yeah. But, or, <laughs> I, I totally, I totally botched that joke. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I yeah, but this guy's like, he's eyeing me up. So I kept on looking and then finally he came over, you know, and he's like, are you taking pictures of this Kia's? You know, no, man. Or Kia. Like, no, I just work for an insurance company. Yeah. Is it insured? Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways. Oh, 
I can see why you've titled the name of your podcast "Low Expectations" because uh, this is <laughs> we, we we try to bring oh, it. Right. This is awesome. Oh, this is hey, awesome. David Mathieu said, yeah. Ooh, "Time for the best Thursday show going." Well, that's that's high praise, David. David, Thanks, thank David. you very much. Yeah. And uh, th- I don't think this is this is very nice, Cody Fleming. Diener oh, is I know who that guy is. Yeah. I know who that is, C- Cody Fleming. I know him from uh, I've seen I've seen that ugly mug. If I yeah, if I'm correct, I've seen that ugly mug that uh, some shows for Malcolm Monroe there. Yeah, yeah there's a group of guys there that uh, claim that Diener's a wiener. Uh, no one's gonna be saying that in Monroe. Don't right. you're not coming to Monroe there, no. Cody. Right. Uh, I had that comment. <laughs> right, right, right. Cody's getting some heat, man, coming in. That's right. <laughs> Baby face or not, you still get heat. I can be a tweener. Right, right. I can be a tweener wiener. Dinner the tweener right. wiener. Whatever. Whatever we need. Is it between or wiener? <laughs> so let's yeah, we've got a, good. We've got a couple other great matches. Ben Boone is oh, gonna yeah. be wrestling Gary. Did you wanna tell his opponent? I haven't announced it yet, but the Kenny Urban. Yes. Good old Kenny Urban. Sweet. Kenny's just funny. Yeah, Kenny's funny as hell. Um, you know, he's got a team and yeah, he's, he's strolling in from the beach. I think he's just hanging in the courtyard. Right, right. Tanned up. Plus he walks over over chicken, so, or over goose or whatever it is, goose mask, so. Right, right. So, but it was funny last, last month, um, or last show, uh, Ben Boone comes out and he's like, I'll try to be a baby face. So he gives, he finally gives the rose to someone, right? And Logan just comes in and destroys them. And right at the one, two, three, the lady threw the rose back. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you couldn't have you couldn't have planned that any better, right? Oh, <laughs> She's just like, yeah, awesome. He's, he's, he's waited what five shows to finally give that rose out. He finally does, and it gets thrown in his face after like a thirty second <laughs> destroy it. <laughs> I've seen the roads get launched back in the ring, and I just started laughing. I'm uh, like, well, so much for his baby face run. <laughs> lasted a whole 30 seconds. His intro lasted yeah, long. Right? right, yeah. So, I mean, the wrestling fans, I'm sure you've experienced that. Some of the stuff the wrestling fans say or, or do is just hilarious. Do you have any, uh, like, any experiences that come off the top of your head? Well, actually, the probably the most unexpected uh thing that's happened to me is uh i've actually been physically attacked um really? yeah yeah so it was i was wrestling a fair like at a county fair kind of in the middle of nowhere and i had just started uh to do this uh this heel gimmick i had actually just uh changed from um i used to be like a white meat baby face or a generic heel i wrestled as cody Steele. And I was experimenting with this new idea of switching my gimmick over to Cody Diener. And I'd cut my hair into a mullet and a handlebar mustache and just, I went full bore. And I decided to start doing this gimmick on the, on the, on the carnival circuit. And I called myself the Carney Cody Diener. And I would do this game where uh, I had, I'd invite a kid into the ring um, to win a prize. And I had this great prize. I'd come out shaking hands, you know, kissing babies, being a baby face and saying, hey, you know, um, you know, in, in the spirit of the carnival, um, I want to bring a kid into the ring right now, and uh, you can win a prize. And I have this sweet prize uh, that, that someone can win. And I'm like, and, and you only have to do the game is simple. You know, all you got to do is throw this ball into this bucket three times, and you win the prize. 
Um, and whoever cheers the loudest gets to come in the ring. And the kids just start going crazy. And I tell the promoter, I said, I'm going to choose a legitimate kid. Like, I'm not, we're not going to do a plant or anything. I'm going to pick a real kid. The kid is actually screaming the loudest. So these kids are going crazy. And I picked this, you know, six-year-old boy out of the audience who's just he wants this toy. I don't even remember what it was, like a big stuffed teddy bear or something. And he comes in and he, th- he throws the ball in the bucket once. I'm like, oh, good job, everyone cheers, throws the ball in the bucket twice. And you can imagine what's going to happen here. Goes to throw the ball in the bucket the third time, and I pull the bucket away. Uh. And, I, and I, look, I look at him, I go, oh, buddy, you missed. And you know why? It's because you suck. and the kid starts to cry and the people just rush the ring like i was like oh my god i almost started a full-scale riot this fun yay we're coming to the carnival to watch this fun wrestling show and all of a sudden these people are trying to get in the ring and there's grown-ups trying to literally get into the ring and i'm like holy crap like this uh this went sideways and there's no security because we're wrestling at carnival but 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 Luckily, the baby face comes out, you know, just like we planned. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, don't worry, kid. I'm going to beat him up and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get the prize and I'll give it to you. Um, so he has the kid kind of in his corner and the kid stops crying. Now he's the, he's cheering. Everybody's kind of calm now. And then the middle of the match, I pull, I, I do the Jerry Lawler, where I pull this gimmick out of my tights and I'm jabbing him in the throat and I keep hiding it in my pocket. Now the fans are pissed. He's got a weapon in his pocket. And there's one guy in particular is going crazy that this ref can't see this weapon. I keep hiding in my pocket. And just as I'm about to hit him like third or fourth time, all of a sudden I'm by the ropes and I feel like my, my knee starts to kind of give out. And I turn and this guy has run to the ring and he grabbed my foot and he's trying to pull me out of the ring. You're not going to use this weapon anymore, you son of a bitch. And he's, so like, So for me to not like, tear my knee out because he's this giant grown man is yeah. I, I i always i turn and i fall down and i i take a bump for this guy I fall down on my butt and he's he's trying to pull me out of the ring and now <laughs> i now i see red because you know this right. terry like right, right you once you cross that barrier as a fan that's right. the no, that's the no-go zone like you're right. done so he's right. trying to pull me out of the ring and i just like well here it is i just take my other free foot and I just kick him full force, boom, right in the nose. And he just, he goes flying backwards, takes a bump. By that time, the promoter and a couple of boys came running out. They grabbed the guy. They cart him off. You son of a bitch. And they pull him out of the, out of the fair. And then I continue in the match as the, as the great heel. And then, yes, the baby face wins, gives the kid the teddy bear. Everybody's happy. Everybody goes home happy. But, oh, man. Right. <laughs> I, I, I. Not what I was expecting that day at the office, but also, yeah, and you also know this, this Rhino. If you can get somebody, you know, in the kind of modern wrestling era to actually believe what's happening in the ring and get out of their seat and physically attack you, right. I mean, that's kind of a notch in the belt for me uh, as, as a heel. I, it was a good day at the office. Yeah. <laughs> this just in, wrestling fans for IWR. Cody uh, Diener will be doing a uh, present presentation of throw a ball in a, uh, <laughs> in a bucket, and you win a prize. Yeah. Did you do that gimmick before? Was that was that one was that a one and done, or did you keep doing that? No, gimmick? I kept doing that. It, it was so good. I started I started taking that around, and I started doing yeah. it, and I, I I started doing it everywhere, and and. Uh, yeah, never got attacked again. 
but made <laughs> made 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 plenty of child cry actually. Yeah. And and uh, I actually did it once. I did it in a stadium show. This was fun. I did it to a kid in Buffalo at a stadium. They used to run ballpark brawl uh, shows. Did you ever do any of those? Terry, I think I did one of them. Yeah, it was like, like, yeah, they were, yeah, they were really popular. Yeah, yeah, the manager of the Buffalo Bison, his name was Christopher Hill. He'd run a big show every year, and I did it there. And it was actually on Sergeant Slaughter's birthday, so I did it. And then the babyface that came out to get me was uh, Sergeant Slaughter, and he, nice. he he runs out to save the kid, calls me a maggot, and tells me to get out of the ring. But then I come back after he comes out in babyface. I come back out with a giant birthday cake trying to apologize to the kid and to Sarge saying, offering him a birthday cake. And then obviously in wrestling, whenever there's a cake in the ring, someone's taking the cake. So uh, right. both the promoter, <laughs> the promoter took some cake and then I took some cake in the face and the Cobra clutch. And uh, that was a fun day right. in the office getting a, getting cake smeared all over me and the Cobra clutch by Sergeant Slaughter. So man. yeah, man, that, that, that's probably the next <laughs> highlight with, with the Carney Cody Diener deal. So if you want, if, yeah. if you want the Carney to, to show up in Monroe, I think I can make it happen. I, yeah, we might. We might. So if, if if you walk in the locker room, you see a giant stuffed teddy bear, yeah. a ball, and a little uh, basket. A little you know, dirty you, you basket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you, ever, you, ever, you ever got anybody that pissed, Terry? Or they want to actually... Uh, well, let me. I was married one time, and every time I come, not home, your wife, <laughs> not your ex-wife. I mean, a legitimate. She wouldn't grab my foot and try to pull me out of the ring. She'd come at me, you know. Yeah. I thought she was Mike Tyson the way she was throwing those fists. Uh, I'm like, what do I do now? <laughs> so, but yeah, that and every other relationship I've been in seems like you know it's there's a pattern there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hey, Patrick Mendez said Carney would fit right in. I guess he's talking about Monroe because he's he, he's from around here, so he knows it's the perfect town to do the Carney yeah. thing. We just yeah. left, we just had the fair last week too. Right. Nice. Should have had nice. it last week at the Monroe County Fair. Those are my kind of people, Monroe. I love it there, man. Those are that's that's where pro wrestling is the best. Like, and I'm yeah. not just blowing yeah. smoke. Like those those small towns where they really appreciate what they see and they appreciate the effort of the fans and they react and respond to everything. They're just happy to be there. Just want to have a good time. They're not cynical or like jaded. Like they're just families that want to have a good fun time. That's exactly what those shows are. And uh, exactly why I love them so much for sure. You know, and the cool thing about it is it it just, it just goes hand in hand. And, you know, and the cool thing about, uh, um, you know, the fairs and wrestling, a lot of times they'll have the wrestling during the week because they know wrestling's a draw. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's nice as an independent wrestler or when you're able to do indies and you're with a, a company like Impact or AEW, um, you can do those shows during the week, you know, and it's nice to get on the road during the week too. But uh, yeah, someone had mentioned to me, Gary, because our fair over here in Monroe, um, I think it broke the 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 record they had yeah it's um, one of the largest in yeah by 30,000 yeah wow. it was, it was packed. It was, and people were ready yeah. they're ready to get back they missed the year of the fair and fair's a big round here we have a big 4-H we have a big you know a big midway it's just it was time and people were, people came out in groves so I'm glad to see it. I know the guy that runs the fair so maybe we can get a little uh, fair uh, wrestling match next year yeah, a couple of people had actually uh, um, mentioned that to me. They're like, why don't you do a show at the fair? I'm like, well, we'll have to talk because that's more of a paid gig. 
Yeah. You know, we've got it because you can't do tickets on that. It's just like a side attraction. So, and that's how it always goes. But yeah, whoever runs the fair, we can, because they're already starting to plan the fair for next year. You know, they, there's no time off on that stuff. But, yeah, Gary, you were out there, and then yeah. you were on the uh, Pop Fest over there at the fairgrounds. Yeah, yeah, we ran a booth there. We had a, a 13-foot rocketing group that a local guy, Rob Miller, made for us to, to put up there. And uh, it was a fun time. It was busy. We took a lot of pictures, passed out a lot of flyers, seen a lot of people. It was a good time. Yeah, and then uh, the show on the uh, September, the Pop Fest? Yeah, September 17th and 18th. Uh, 17th is a little bit of a preview night, 5 to 9, and then the, the, eighth, the 18th is the big show. We'll be open from 9.30 to 6 at night. I actually got a video I want to play, if you guys don't mind, for a second here of our, 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 latest, our latest guest video. Let's, let's get at that. And Hi, Doug Jones here. Yes, that tall, skinny, goofy actor fellow who plays lots of monsters and creatures, often covered in rubber bits. In uh, movies and TV shows like uh, Star Trek Discovery, uh, The Shape of Water, Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy 1 and 2, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, and, of course, uh, the, the annual favorite, Hocus Pocus. I have been away from conventions, as many of you have, for, for way too long now. But it looks like we're coming back. Uh, the season is, is back upon us, and I cannot wait to see all of you there in Monroe, Michigan. Yes, at Monroe Pop Fest. September 18th, I will be there to share the love, so please come out and share that love with me. I have missed you all. I can't wait to see to see you, so c- come on, come on, Monroe Pop Fest, September 18th. Come on, come on. I can't think of a better spokesman than Doug Jones, so that was pretty cool. Right. There the 18th, and uh, I don't know how much, how much movies you follow, but he's been every creature you can imagine, eh, it's been him. He's in Star Trek Discovery right now as uh, Lieutenant Saru. He's uh, he was Abe Sapien in Hellboys one and two. He was Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four. Uh, Billy Butcherson in Hocus Pocus. Uh, just the list goes on, and uh, we're excited to have him. So yeah. September eighteenth, come on, get here. <laughs> yeah. What um now as far as uh, September eighteenth, you said the preview show on the seventeenth. Uh, now what yeah. what is that like? Uh, it's a five to nine show. So there'll be some vendors. Most of the vendors will be set up, but we have 150 vendors. Uh, some of the guests will be there. We have six Power Rangers that'll be there from different various seasons, and they'll be there. Uh, mostly, a lot of the times, just people that don't want to, you know, the crowd. The Saturday they come the night before to kind of like scope out the toys and the comic books and all that stuff, and meet the guests that are there. And uh, we did it in a way just to, so we could actually spread it out because we were, you know, we we're scared with the pandemic going on. We wanted to spread the crowd out a little bit, so. Well, we can blame it on the pandemic. Right. Well, if uh, now if you have one ticket, can you go on Friday and Saturday or are they separate tickets? Yeah, we have a VIP that you can get Friday and Saturday and it comes with uh, a big print, comes with a badge, uh, comes with early entry. It comes with a lot of extra extra goodies, pins and stuff like that. So you can get one for Friday night for $10 right now online. You can get actually $6 online for Fridays, $10 online for Saturday and it's $20 for the weekend. And then the prices go up the door. So yeah, nice, nice. Now are you there? We're going to get you there. What's that? One year we're going to get you there. Yes, yes. I've uh, been uh, with Impact Wrestling the last couple uh, times. We've tried to make it work. So next year, twenty twenty two. There it is. There it is. Dean, are you a big comic book fan, or are you a uh, scary movie, anything like that? Yeah. Year? Yeah, when uh, I just started, uh, I started to read comic books, I, not when I was younger. I started to get into some more graphic novels and stuff a number of years ago. But as you were talking there and you talked about Power Rangers, it, it reminded me of my childhood. I'm, I'm pre-Power Rangers, though. 
Uh, I was a big He-Man mark when I was a kid. And I just started watching the new He-Man with my son. My son, he's seven. And we watched the new He-Man. And we've gone back to watch all the old He-Mans. And and, uh, he's a huge, huge He-Man fan. So getting to kind of relive. Got a lot of guys my age that have kids are now all the retro stuff's coming back like the He-Man. So all the dads can kind of rewatch it with their kids. And it's it's really cool. So I, I, I'm... I'm sold on that on, on that fest there. I want to show up and see if I can get some some sweet retro He-Man stuff from my, from my son. Right, right. That's the cool thing about uh, a lot of that stuff is the vendors, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and you meet like it's just like us. You know, you you meet a lot of the actors, and you know, from the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers are so over. There's a lot of actors. You can get stuff signed. You can. You know, they have action figures and stuff you can get signed. Same thing with wrestling, but it's just, it's like in all the, the vendors, the stuff they have to buy, you know, and the different things and the unique things too, you know. So, yeah, really cool. So, and, and this year, we're excited. We added an IWR booth, uh, Insane Wrestling yeah. Revolution. So, we'll have some of the wrestlers there. I think Bachelor Ben Boone will be there. Um, yeah. Uh, Mysterious Nevada will be there. Uh, Nate Bach will be there. There'll be a few other ones too. So, we're, we're excited about yeah. that too. And, if, uh, if you weren't busy, you could come down with us. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Movado, uh, in the uh, one of the VIP matches, Movado is going to be wrestling Sam Beal. Oh, that's yeah. ooh. In Sam Beal's corner will be Ox. So, yeah. Movado, uh, yeah, he's going to be there. And uh, that's definitely uh, – there's only, what, 20 uh, second-row seats left? I think there's less than that, maybe 15 second-row seats left now. Yeah, so the VIP, so that and doors open for VIP at six, yeah. and that uh, this the twenty second of, or I'm sorry, the twenty sixth of uh, August. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. one thing that I want to I want to put over you guys on with that IWR, like the concept of VIP. I mean, you you've seen this, Terry. There's so many times I've gone to shows and people get like VIP seats. And they don't get anything extra with the right. VIP. Like, it's just, oh, you get a fr- VIP is just code for, like, front row. No, but with right. you guys, you get that additional match. Like, Movado and Sam Beal, like, yeah, that could that's legit, a main that could, that's a main yeah. event on any indie show, yeah. like, legitimately. Yeah. And that's going to be just, like, an exclusive VIP deal. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, you get you yeah. get your money's worth if you're doing an IWR VIP. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, the cool thing about it is, is you know, people uh, um, they get two extra matches, you know, and and we just don't put you know anybody out there, you yeah. know. I mean, who knows? I could be on a VIP match. You never know. So, but uh, um, definitely, and and you get to you get an early start on meeting, you know, and mm-hmm. that's great that we do the meet and greets. Like you'll be out there with the meet and greets, and you mm-hmm. have a lot of cool stuff, a lot of good photos and. A lot of good stuff with v, uh, Violent by Design and all that. So, um, you know, if people want to meet you, Trey, all the other talents, you know, they just get there early, like from 7 to 7.30. That's when the general mission comes in. And they can meet and greet and everybody. And, you know, our intermissions are, you know, 15 minutes. So we don't have a lot of time to meet the talent. But there is some talent out there. So, And then we're usually done by 9 o'clock. So, everybody can get their kids home and in bed <laughs> at a decent hour. So when there is school, you know, um, the kids aren't tired the next day. So Stitches McVay says, good seeing y'all fellas. Hope you're doing well. Thanks. Thanks. Right. Stitches. So, 
But uh, hey, we're hitting that uh, thirty-minute mark. I know we got to let you go. We got to start wrapping things up. Gary, is there anything you want to add? I think I see blue lights coming behind you, so you might be uh, you might want to get the hell out of there. <laughs> we have a live live police chase on Terry and Gary's Low Expectations podcast. <laughs> right, right. That guy came out of his house. He, you know, lit a cigarette. He's walking. And he's across the street. You know. He dined me up, and I seen, I knew he was like, yeah, he's mean mugging me, and then he finally came across the street, he looked at his car and stuff, and then he's like saying something to me, my windows are up, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, are you taking pictures? Yeah, I'm taking pictures while talking to my phone. I really yeah. want to see it, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I should have, I should have, no, I'm not taking pictures, and then grab my other phone and just did this. <laughs> You're cutting out on us, Terry. Hey, Diener, uh, I appreciate you coming down and, uh, and joining us today. Uh, I'm sorry it didn't work out the first time. Glad you came back. Yeah. And 26, we're going to be here in Monroe again. We're looking forward to seeing you. It's going to be a great match. You're going to steal the show. I can feel it. Yeah, buddy. And, uh, hey, just want to tell everybody, we didn't get a chance to talk about all your uh, your charity work and your Giver for Charity Foundation and stuff like that. So why don't you uh, give us a quick rundown on that and where the fans can find you. Yeah, man, you can find uh, all the stuff that I'm doing with uh, my Giver for Charity work. I, I partner with a lot of different children's charities across Canada, and they're actually every charity that I connect with um, and do work with, it's all um, connected to a fan that I've actually met at an event. So uh, a true fan of mine that I've kind of become friends with after meeting them. Um, we raise money together for different charities. So amazing charities like, uh, the Rumball camp for the deaf. It's a summer camp for, for deaf children to go to and, and kind of be with, with other kids that have had the same life experience as them, uh, community living centers, people, um, with disabilities that need, need help. Um, uh, the Brantford, uh, in, in Brantford, Ontario, there's an amazing place called the Lansdowne Children's Center. It helps kids with autism um, get involved in community programs. So those are just a few of the children's charities that I partner with. And basically, um, the way I, I do it is when I'm at like a merchandise table, like the one at IWR, or when, when we're, I'm doing these kind of meet and greet types things, I, I have specific... Um, items like giver for charity merch that i sell and then i don't keep any of the money i just donate all that money to whatever charity i'm raising money for at that time so it's just an idea that i came up with a couple a couple years ago it was like kind of a small idea and then it really blossomed um to the point now i've, I've raised almost twenty thousand dollars for different uh, children's charities across canada um, since awesome. starting to do that so um, if you want to learn more or if there's any charity people that are affiliated with charities that kind of want to learn more or maybe do some affiliated work to try to help out some kids, you can just check out CodyDiener.com. That has all the info on, on kind of how Giver for Charity works. Also has information on uh, motivational speaking that I do. I've, I've been starting to go into schools and share my, my life story and share stories um, some, with them kind of about my life and, and help kids, you know, stay motivated, which is really important during this time. We've had a kind of a crazy year. So I'm really looking forward to getting back into uh, doing more in-person presentations. So if there's any schools in Michigan that want to bring me in, I would love to, to, to come into a school in Michigan and share my story uh, with, with the schools. All the information is at CodyDiener.com about all that stuff. So I appreciate you letting me, let no, me talk about that, Gary. I've seen your motivational uh, stuff online and your, you know, all your charities work you did. So you definitely wanted to hear about that. So thank you for all you do. 
Can't wait to see the 26th. Yeah, I got to ask one thing before we go. I want, I want you and Terry to do that that violent by design mean look you guys do. I mean, you're just scary as hell coming down. Look at, the, look at those <laughs> eyes. Come on, let's do it. My wife gives me those eyes all the time, so I'm used to it. But, oh. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are the best. Uh, we'll be at, back next week. So I, download iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all the, all the streaming services next week. Eh, we'll see. Don't have any expectations, so. Keep them low. <laughs> Keep those expectations low. Keep them um, low, guys. Hey, awesome. thanks for joining us. We'll guys hey. see you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.